0: Good evening, everyone. Uh, Welcome uh, to the midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian Church. This is a recorded midweek podcast for Tuesday, the 16th of March. Trust that you're all keeping safe and well as we uh, gather this evening uh, to worship our Lord Jesus Christ, to come together in his name and to think a little bit more uh, about the cross and the build-up to Easter and what that means for us. As we gather uh, uh, virtually through these uh, strange days of lockdown, uh, we continue uh, to lift one another up in prayer. And at the end of our podcast, as we usually do, we're going to take that time uh, to pray for one another. Uh, Please do keep an eye out on our Facebook page and our website for all details Hopefully uh, at the end of this week we will have more details about when we are able to open our church building up again. As we come together uh, to worship God this evening, let me begin with these familiar words from Psalm 119. The psalmist David, reflecting over his life, he says in verse 7, "'Where can I go from your spirit?' Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand that will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. This is a God who continues to journey with us in life. And whatever Uh, you may be going through at this time, whatever uh, situation that you are facing. Take these words as real encouragement and comfort, a God who continues to journey with us in life. Well, as we uh, come together this evening, we're going to continue looking uh, at the familiar uh, song in Isaiah 52 and 53 of the, the suffering servant, But as we begin, let me come to God in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look to you this evening, we give you thanks, Lord, for the opportunities that we have, Lord, to learn of the things of you, to taste of your goodness and love in our lives. As we take time together this evening, as we look into your word, we recognise... You are the God who is active, who is speaking into each of our lives, and we thank you for this. Heavenly Father, we lift up one another before you, recognising, Lord, that there are many things happening through these days which are done behind closed doors, that are done that people are not aware of what is happening in our lives. But we come before you, Heavenly Father, the one who is aware of all things, the one who is our Creator and knows our every step and every feeling. And Heavenly Father, as we come before you this evening, we come uh, uh, asking for your forgiveness, knowing, Lord, that we so easily will fall away from you, will wander to other things, Lord, happening. In our lives, and we ask, Lord, that we may have that awareness of you drawing us back to yourself by your Spirit, that we may know of the great joy, Lord, of a comfort and peace in Jesus' name. Lord, we confess, Lord, our sins before you this evening. We long to taste the things of Jesus, to know of his joy working in our lives. And this is what we ask this evening. As we take time together in your word, we pray for that awareness of knowing him, of resting in Jesus' name. We ask all this now in the great and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, just before we come, Uh, to our scripture reading this evening. We're going to listen to our first item of praise, a well-known hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And this praise is sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family.
1: Consuming fire, a burning holy flame with glory and freedom. Our God is the only righteous judge, ruling over us with kindness and wisdom. is our God a sacred refuge is your name your kingdom is unshakable
2: Love and his
1: mercy, our God is exalted on the throne, high above the heavens. above, with you forever we will reign, we will keep our eyes on you, we will keep our, our eyes on you, so we can set our hearts on you. is our God, a sacred refuge is your name, your kingdom is unshakable. Holy flame
0: with glory and freedom Well, please turn with me to our scripture reading this evening. Again, we're going to be looking at Isaiah 53. uh, And this evening we're going to be focusing uh, on the central part uh, of the song of the servant. Uh, We're looking at Isaiah 53 and we're going to be reading verses 4 to 9. This is the word of God. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray, each of us have turned his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet we did not yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before her shear is silent. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. From the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. Here we end the reading of God's word to us. Let us come to God again in prayer. Heavenly Father, we lift up before you this evening uh, our lives and all that we may face. And Lord, we ask that you may work in our hearts, that the truth of this passage may be clear to us. And Lord, that we may use it in our lives to know of your glory and to be able uh, to have that assurance of what it means Uh, to trust in you. We ask this now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. I wonder if you can imagine uh, walking down to Utenards High Street. Uh, You're walking uh, up uh, one of the main streets and just ahead of you, you see uh, a woman who has been knocked over. Uh, There's blood running down the pavement and a man is standing over her. Straight away you think, what should I do? Should I be ringing for an ambulance or even the police? Uh, Straight away your mind goes to, how can I stop this man doing whatever he is doing? Yet the closer you get uh, to the the scene, you realise that what this man is doing is not attacking the woman, but actually looking to help her. She has fallen. Uh, And uh, he is looking uh, to uh, comfort her and uh, help her with her injuries. Imagine looking at Jesus on the cross. He was a man being punished by God. As someone who came onto the scene, that's what they would have seen. What has this man done to be punished like that? Yet again, if we had seen that idea of uh, Jesus being punished by God, we've completely misread the scene. We would conclude the servant was being punished because he was the one that was guilty. But no, this is not his own guilt. All is not what it seems. Much of the language in these verses is legal language. Transgressions is not simply a general term for sin. It means breaking the law. In this case, God's law. Jesus was punished by God. God is a holy God. A sinful person coming into his presence would be like putting tissue paper into a fire, they would be instantly consumed. And God is a just God. He must do right. And that includes punishing sin. But God is also a loving God. He is determined to save a people who will be his people. He is delighted to be merciful. And as Isaiah says in verse 6, The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. This word laid, as we were thinking about last week, literally means meets. All our sins meet in Jesus. It is if God focuses his anger against sin into one intense focal point, and there at the cross, Jesus absorbed God's judgment against sin to the full. The cross, Isaiah says, has brought us peace. Isaiah is not talking about inner calm, though he may be one of the fruits of the peace for which he speaks. Nor is he talking about the end of the war, Though this will come when Jesus reigns again on earth, but Isaiah is talking about reconciliation, reconciliation with our Creator God. Sin is an act of rebellion. We must we we have be, we have become God's enemies. But Christ has made peace between humanity and God. Verse five: the punishment that brought us peace. Was on him. For us, for you and me, we will only truly come back to God once we've grasped by faith that God welcomes us as a loving father. No one will run into the arms of a harsh judge, but we come to God in confidence because of Jesus. The wounds of Christ welcome us home. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds we have been healed. Or as First Peter puts it, you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And as we look forward uh, again to verses 7 and 9, we recognise here that the big emphasis in these verses of the song is on the silence of the lamb. The section begins and ends with the reference to his mouth. He did not open his mouth. And then in verse 9, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Just as a lamb going to slaughter the sheep to his share, he did not open his mouth. The big emphasis on the The victim, the the servant not opening his mouth. the point Isaiah wants to make is that Jesus, the servant, goes to his death of his own accord. His silence speaks eloquently of his willingness. His apparent uh, passivity is actually a powerful sign of his determination to face this death. Jesus listened to his accusers in silence. He went to his death without struggle. Why? Because this was the course of action he was determined to pursue. This was the Father's plan for the redemption of his people. Empowered by the Spirit and full of love for his bride, the church, Jesus chose the cross. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he shrank back from the horror of what he must endure. He shrank, but then he resolved to go forward. And it's important, when we talk, as Isaiah does, about, the, about God, the Father, punishing Jesus in our place, it can sound sometimes as if Jesus was a reluctant victim, but nothing could be further from the truth. This was a man in command of his destiny, a man who was determined to pay the price for our sin. So Jesus let himself be taken, tried, whipped, mocked, and crucified. Jesus once said the reason, uh, Jesus said the, uh, the, the reason for this was because it was his father's will. No one takes it from me, but I let down of my own accord. I have authority to let down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. John 10, verse 17 and 18. In the final analysis, it wasn't the nails that held Jesus on the cross or the weapons of the soldiers gathered round his base. In the end, what held Jesus to the cross was love. Love for us. Love for you. The silence of Jesus speaks powerfully of his willingness to die in our place. Our silence speaks powerfully of our need for him to die in our place. His trial proves his innocence. But his trial also demonstrates humanity's guilt. Jesus has surrendered himself to our will. And our will is his death. We push him out of our lives and onto the cross. We have executed Jesus a thousand times over by our refusal to submit to him. What happened 2,000 years ago in Jerusalem was simply the logical conclusion of decisions we make each and every day. We need to know of this servant, the one who has paid the price for us so that we Uh, may know our creator God as you look at this song, as you look at what God has done with you there is nothing more that we can do other than respond with gratitude and thanksgiving knowing of the greatness of our God the lengths that he went in order uh, that we may know him come tonight to give thanks to God, uh, to recognise the truth of the sacrifice that he has made for you and me. As we think of this, we're going to listen to our second item of praise now. Uh, This is from the GoChatter website, again another very familiar hymn, I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus. Let us listen to these great words. As we come uh, to the end of our podcast this evening, as we do every week, let us take some time uh, to pray for one another, to lift up to God the needs of others um, in our church family and in our community around us. As we do this, let me read uh, some words again from Psalm 119 that we started with this evening. These words taken from the very end of the psalm. Verses 23 to 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. We want to bring before God those uh, in our lives. We want to lift up to God those who we know are struggling through these days. But we also want to ask God to work in our hearts and minds that we may know that awareness of following him each day. Let us come to God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we uh, lay our lives before you this evening, recognising uh, the, the love that you have for us as we look Uh, to the passage of Isaiah 53. We see, Lord, the sacrifice that has been made on our behalf. And heavenly Father, we give you thanks that you are the one, Lord, who is able. You are the one, Lord, who we can come before through all things. And heavenly Father, this evening we want to lift up before you uh, those in our lives, Lord, who are not following you at this time, those who have become hardened to the things of you. And Lord, we pray by your Holy Spirit that you may speak into their lives. Lord, that they may know of what it means to know of the things of you. Lord, that they may know of the Holy Spirit, that they're directing and guiding them, speaking into their souls. And Lord, we ask that through these days, Lord, that we may see great answers to prayer in your great and mighty name. Heavenly Father, we lift up for you those who are hurting at this time, those who are feeling isolated and alone, those who are mourning the loss of loved ones, those who are feeling uh, frightened and confused, Lord, about what the days ahead will bring. And Lord, we ask That you may surround them, Lord, that they may be so aware of what it means, Lord, to have you in their lives. And Lord, by your Spirit, Lord, there is that awareness, Lord, of you looking to direct and guide their every path. And they may have that great assurance, Lord, of being able uh, to know you in their lives each and every day. Lord, we lift up before you our young people this evening. Lord, recognising, Lord, much uncertainty that's happened in their lives over this last while. And Lord, we pray for that awareness, Lord, uh, of your protection over them as they start back to their schools, as they uh, look to meet with their friends again. Lord, we ask for your hand of protection over them and all that they may do. And Lord, above all, that they have that great assurance uh, that you are with them in all that they may face. Heavenly Father, we lift up our church family before you. We lift up uh, our plans, Lord, to reopen our church building. And we lift up before you, Lord, the opportunities, Lord, that we have through these days to serve and to proclaim your name. Lord, as we look forward uh, to our Easter period and Lord plans and place Lord for uh, different opportunities uh, to reclaim your name we pray Lord for that awareness Lord to uh, be able to uh, a witness for you to share the great news of what it means to follow Jesus through all that we may do Lord we recognise a world uh, that at times can be frustrating That at times, uh, especially over this last while, we feel so restricted about the things that we can do. But Lord, we recognise you are a God who is able through all these things. That Lord, your plans uh, will not be stopped. And Lord, we give you thanks for this. We pray, Lord, for that awareness of you working in our lives every step of the way. And Lord, we ask all these things now, in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, everyone, thank you uh, for listening to the podcast this evening. We I pray that you may know God's rich blessing working in your lives throughout this week. And let us finish together uh, with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now